episode number 194 of the Living Deliberately podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're listening to, I am the author of the books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. These books are based on two self-help tools I created that support you in getting unstuck and getting clear so you can live deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So over the past few weeks, I've been working hard on preparing an awesome webinar titled The Three Tools You Need to Live Your Best Life. And it's going to be an incredible webinar, and I'm sharing this with you because I don't want you to miss it. It's going to be on January 19th, 2021, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or 6 o'clock in the evening UK, or 8 o'clock in the evening in Israel. Be sure to head over to my website and click on the free webinar tab to register. You have to register to be able to join, and I only have 100 seats for this webinar, so be sure you enroll today. So, The story I'm going to share with you today is actually about the webinar and a decision I had to make about it. I'll share more about that soon, but first I wanted to ask you a question. Do you ever get stuck on fear of what other people think of you? I actually asked this question inside of the Living Deliberately Hub on Facebook, and the responses so far were like, Uh, yeah, of course. In fact, one person responded saying she even has this experience in her dreams where she's stuck on what others think of her. And this is something that actually comes up pretty frequently in my coaching. The fact that people just get stuck on fear of what people may be thinking of them. And I think it's so important to talk about because as I see it, Being stuck like this can really hold you back in life, and I'm not sure it has to. By the way, something else I forgot to mention is that the word of the month that we're focusing on is courage. And when I say we, I mean me and those people inside of the Facebook group and you, my dear listeners. I hope that you will join us in this powerful practice of focusing on one word a month and really bringing it into your life as much as possible. Okay, so let's talk about what others think of you. Where does this need come from? Well, the truth is, at our core, humans are tribal. We are social animals, not very equipped to live on our own. And as far back as the caveman times, human beings lived in tribes. And living like this has a tremendous survival value because when we aren't part of a tribe, it's much harder to deal with challenges that we face. And when someone leaves the tribe, at least in historical times, often that could mean death. And so this is where we came from and why our brains today still desire that sense of belonging. 
Also, by the way, as children, a lot of our behavior was very conditional, right? Like if we ate our dinner, we would get dessert. If we would get all A's, we would get rewarded. Not everyone, of course, but as a generalization. And so even as kids, we learned that it feels really good when other people like us. But there's a problem with this. Well, there's actually a lot of problems with this. But first of all, it's impossible to please everyone. Let's just all take a moment and internalize that, okay? You cannot please everyone. You simply can't. I can't. You can't. Your best friend can't. Nobody can please everybody. The world was just not designed that way. You know, before I got into this work of coaching and emotional health and well-being, I was a research assistant. And in research, if you're unfamiliar, you basically study how different things impact one thing. In research, you call the thing that stays constant the invariable. And you call the things that keep changing variables. So for example, vanilla ice cream can be an invariable. That's a constant. As long as we're choosing one kind of vanilla ice cream, if we give a bowl of that kind of ice cream to 100 people, the vanilla ice cream stays the same. What doesn't stay the same are the 100 people. They will all have different opinions about the vanilla ice cream. The vanilla ice cream can't do a thing to change itself, to make itself more liked or to make itself more loved. It just can't. It's a constant. It just is. And everyone tasting it will have their opinions, their beliefs, their comparisons, their histories of vanilla ice cream, and on and on. The vanilla ice cream should not take this personally, right? Because it's not about the vanilla ice cream. It can't be. It's the constant. Can you see that? And it's the same thing with us. Let's say I go to a party in my community and everyone is there. 200 people at least, okay? When I walk into this party, I am vanilla ice cream. I am the invariable. I am the constant, right? As I walk into the doors of that party, there are going to be people who will like me. There are going to be people who feel eh about me. And there may even be people who dislike me. But I'm the constant. And when I walk into the doors of that party, what people think about me is really not about me. It can't be, because I'm the constant, remember? What people think about me is actually having to do with them and their brains and their thinking and their opinions, and each and every one of them is going to think something different about me. Now, you may say, yeah, Shira, but unlike the vanilla ice cream, you can actually do things if you want to change yourself so that you can get other people to like you. And that's true, partially. I totally could change myself, or at least I could try to change myself, to get other people to like me. 
I could dress more in style. I could color my hair. I could speak differently, like more like them. I could be quieter. I could be louder. I can speak in a different language. I could put on more makeup. I could remove some makeup. I could hold a can of beer in one hand. I could hang outside with those people who are smoking. I could do a ton of things to try to fit in and to try to get people to like me. But here's the thing. First of all, I don't even know what people are thinking about me. That's the funny part, right? I could walk into this party and just have a feeling or just have a sense that people don't like me. But you know what? That's just my brain being stuck on worry or fear. It could be that people actually like me or maybe they don't have a strong opinion about me, but they're just too busy in their own conversations or dancing or whatever to really notice me. We can never really know what people are thinking about us unless they truthfully tell us. Secondly, I could try to change myself in so many different ways, but never really know what is going to satisfy these people, right? I could stand outside and smoke, and they still may have an opinion about me, or even worse. I could join a group that's dancing and dance exactly like everyone else, and they could still have an opinion about me. Just because you try hard to get others to like you doesn't mean they will. You cannot control what other people think of you. And that's just not in your realm of responsibility. And by the way, as someone who has experienced several times being on the other side of this, I have to say that the feeling is, it's just awkward. There have been people in my life who have tried so hard to make me to like them. And it's not like I ever said I didn't like them. That's the funny thing. But they tried so hard to get me to like them. And I say this not only from their actions, but actually because they told me so. Like word by word, I just want you to like me. And I have to say, that's really uncomfortable. And if you're listening to this and you've done this in the past, I really want to encourage you to consider that when you do this, it really makes for an uncomfortable situation for the other person. When people have done this to me in the past, I always just say to them, be yourself, because that's who I'm really going to like, you know, the person who is being themselves. I mean, honestly, I like most people in the world. There are very, very few people that I don't like. So like, just be yourself because at the end of the day, each of us will make our own decisions anyway, and you can't really control that. So just be yourself. And if I like you, I like you. And if I don't, I don't. But don't get stuck on that. And that leads me to the third thing I want to say here, which is, if you do try hard to change yourself so that other people will like you, you are going to change into someone who is not you. And if you do this enough times, you may end up being so far from who the real you is. And then if other people do end up liking you because you're trying to be someone different, then they're kind of liking somebody who's not really you. 
like not the authentic you, but somebody else. And then you're going to need to pretend to be that person every time. And that's just mentally exhausting. Now, if you want to change the person who you're being, that's one thing. But if you're doing this for someone else, you may want to think hard about that. And so what's the answer here? What do you do if you think other people don't like you? Well, what I think is that you should just let them not like you. Just like they may not like vanilla ice cream. And just be okay with that. Just be okay that people are going to make decisions about you. And the truth is, if you can accept that people are doing this anyway, and some people are going to like you and some people are not going to like you, that can be really freeing. Like just accepting that truth, that not everyone is going to like you, and that's okay. And this is something I've learned to do in my life. It was hard at first, but once you start practicing it again and again, it's actually very freeing. Not everyone is going to like me, and that's okay. Not everyone is going to like this podcast, and that's okay. Not everyone in my small community is going to like me, and that's okay. If you just keep saying that over and over and over again, and you believe that it's really okay, you will become a person who is okay with people not liking you, and that is a huge thing. And actually, here's another consideration for you if you ever get stuck on fear of what others think of you. Consider letting them be wrong about you, right? Just because you believe someone else doesn't like you doesn't mean they're right. They could be totally wrong. I mean, someone could say, oh, that Shira, she's so insensitive, or whatever word you want to put in there. And I can let them be wrong about that. That's not who I am. Just because you have that opinion of me doesn't mean it's right, and I get to choose to let you be wrong. That's my choice. Isn't that amazing? So let me tell you just a quick story that happened to me last week. Like I mentioned earlier, I've been working really hard on this new program that I'm going to be launching in about a week. It's a 12-week group program for people who are interested in living their best lives. And I am so excited about it. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be first offering a free webinar so people can learn about it. Now, every month I offer a free Living Deliberately gathering on Zoom for anyone in this community. And at those gatherings, we talk about our experiences from the month prior regarding the word that we were working on. And at the end of this past month's gathering, which just happened last week, I told the participants that the webinar that I was planning was going to be a week from that day, which is today. And I know there's a handful of people really anxious to see this webinar because they're ready to enroll in the journey and they want to get started already. But I had two issues. One, I had a tech issue. I'm going to offer the webinar on Zoom. And while I do all of my coaching on Zoom, I didn't realize I needed to acquire a Zoom 
webinar add-on to offer this webinar. And so I needed time to learn about this new piece of tech and feel really ready to do this webinar. And secondly, here in Israel where I live, they announced last week that we were going into the third national lockdown, which meant my kids would be home for the next two weeks, which means basically I would need to be with them a good chunk of the day when they're in homeschooling, especially because we don't have enough computers to go around for all of us. So I was in a bind. I had already announced to those at the gathering when the webinar was going to be, which would also mean the program was going to be starting soon after. But at the same time, I wasn't going to be ready. The truth is, I probably could have been ready. If I had worked my butt off around the clock and stayed up every night this week to put all the last minute pieces together, you'd be surprised at how many details go into doing a webinar. And I actually considered that. But it was my coach that said to me, Shira, please consider pushing this back a week. It's not going to make such a big difference and it could save your emotional health and well-being. Gosh, it is so important to have a coach, especially one who reminds you to take care of yourself. So I decided to push it back, but reluctantly. And I decided to write to those who came to the gathering and let them know. This is what I wrote. Hi, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me on Tuesday for our monthly community gathering. It was wonderful to see you and hear from you. And I look forward to seeing what unfolds for you this month regarding courage. So it looks like one of the first places I'm going to be practicing courage this month is releasing my fears about what others may think of me. I mentioned to you that I'll be offering my webinar this coming Tuesday, but in the end, I'm going to be offering it only the week following. This was not in my plan, but I decided if I want to honor myself and my health and the upcoming lockdown, I need one more week to be fully prepared without stressing myself out. I will probably share more about this story on next week's podcast. I thank you for your patience and your understanding. Love, Shira. So that's the email I sent out. The first response I received back said, stay safe and keep doing what you're doing. You're helping so many people, especially in current circumstances. We're all in this together. The second response said, kudos, Shira, absolutely courageous, and put that way, no one will think the worse of you anyway. The third response I received said, thank you for showing us your courage. Although I am very curious, of course, I can wait another week or more if it would be needed. Be healthy and happy. So first of all, I just want to publicly thank those of you who did respond to me. It really did make me feel better, and I thank you for taking the time to respond and for offering your support. At the same time, I also want to put it out there that there was a possibility that I wouldn't have received those responses. In fact, it could have been that people could have responded, oh, what a disappointment, you said you were going to do one thing, now you're doing another, I can't trust you, Shira, right? And you know what? If that would have happened, it also would have been okay because I would have known it's not about me. That's just someone else's brain 
having an opinion about me. And I accept that. I have to accept that I cannot control everyone else's brains. If I don't accept that, I will get stuck and I will stay stuck. Believe me, I am just as much of a tribal human as you are. I want people to like me. I want my neighbors to like me. I want my friends to like me. I want my friends' friends to like me. And I also know I'm not in control of that. And the bottom line is, the only person responsible for liking me is me. And I know my job is to keep liking myself and being the person I want to be, to keep striving to be that person. And staying with the theme for this month, yes, that takes courage. It takes courage to be yourself. It takes courage to let others do the same. That is, to let people be themselves and to have their own opinions too. Because at the end of the day, the only person that needs to live with me is me. And so I sure want to be the person that I like and that I want to be with. That's whose opinion matters most. Because if I don't have me, who do I really have? Okay, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode and more importantly, received value from it. Please head over to my website now, shiragora.com, and sign up for the webinar, The Three Tools You Need to Live Your Best Life. You don't want to miss it, and I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, wishing you a wonderful rest of your week, and as always, I look forward to getting unstuck, getting clear, and living deliberately with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately podcast. It is my honor and privilege to be able to show up here each week for you. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be incredibly appreciated if you could leave me a review on iTunes or drop a comment on my website at shiragora.com or share your thoughts with me on Instagram at the Living Deliberately Approach. I look forward to reading your comments and engaging with you.